someone I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. All right. Ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. And it seems that authorities, uh, hold on, you know, we need the right music here. Hold on, there we go. Yes. We have a crimson alert. All right, we have a crimson alert. A woman was seen in Flomaton, I'm sorry, Flomaton, Alabama. She was seen riding a lawnmower, stolen, and dragging a cart of goods, including an Alabama yard sign A. So police are now on the lookout for a masked woman driving, albeit a red riding mower, pulling a a, a trailer that includes a letter A, for the Alabama's a Crimson Tide, this is a Crimson Alert that is happening right now all over the South. So uh, if you see her, don't approach her. Her name is Madonna Barnhill. She's wanted along with Michael Adams and Jonathan McKinley. Mm-hmm. Breaking and entry, stealing, stealing a lawnmower, and a letter A sign. My God, the humanity. Was Alec Baldwin there? Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull no, the trigger. No, no, never. Of course you'd never do anything like that. Uh, good morning, ass family. What's up? How's everybody doing on this wonderful Tuesday? Look at that. You flew through a Monday with no problem. You got to Tuesday. Monday Night Raw was terrible again last night. Pissed me off. Better call Saul. Eh, not too bad. They, they, they're slowly ramping up. We got listener mail today, and look, I want to talk about Ozark as much as the next person, but we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm not spoiling it yet. I'm not spoiling it yet. I was about to ask if a crimson alert was when a wild woman is roaming the streets while on PMS. That could be in the north, but I know in the south it involves anything to do with the University of Alabama, so there you go. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, let's see. Wow, man, people a bit. Special Kale says, hey, I'm first again. Idea for music uh, uh, for music day. Uh, Motown artist in the future, of course. Okay, I'll put that one in there, Motown artist. Cowboys Girl says, she says, good morning, ass family. Andrew says, good morning, ass. Does anyone else want to... Hear what I hear? It sounds like a gigantic pendulum swinging away from the leftists. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I, I had another way I was going to start the show, but we got to start with my favorite topic, <sighs> Roe versus Wade. We'll get to it, I, I promise here. Uh, Straight Fire says, yes, Andrew, I do. I And the pendulum is okay being called a pendulum. No pronouns needed. Hangtown Jen, man, oh man, Hangtown Jen, I am so happy for you. I saw your post last night. 
about being offered the job that is so awesome. Says, good morning, ass. I'm fucking feeling it today. I'm all antsy, anxious, giddy, and fucking ready to say goodbye to the next three months. I got a new life waiting for me in Virginia, where you can teach them there about the Harlem struggle. When a man receives head from a person and shoves his dick down their throat, locking his legs behind the recipient's head to keep it in that condition, and subsequently cuts off the airflow, the gag reflex activates and the recipient of the Harlem struggle chokes on it. The Harlem struggle makes it more pleasurable to the man as this choking can induce sensations and make the throat tighter. There you go. The Harlem struggle. Just for you, Jen. Just for you on your big, big day. There you go. <laughs> uh, Straight Fire says, Vajin then? Hello, uh, now that I'm seeing it, I'm thinking, no. Oh, I like Vajin. I like Vajin a lot. I mean, I still love Hangtown Gin, but Bud Gin isn't too bad. Uh, oh, my lucky stars. The Negro. No, it's Braddy Kid. Good morning to Braddy Kid. Oh, Braddy Kid's out and about shopping, doing her thing. She's going to walk into a store and say, Paging Dr. Faggot. Dr. Faggot. Yeah, probably not going to get a lot of help, but hey. I hope you have a spectacular day. I don't know what you're saying listener of the day for. Not quite yet. Uh, let's see. LOL Straight Fire. I'm not sure. You know, there's a Lynchburg, Virginia. I could go from Hangtown Gin to Lynchburg Gin. That'll give them something to talk about. Yes, Chris Cornell this morning. I, I did a couple of uh, little Johnny Cash tributes. A song that he covered and then a song that was covered by Social Distortion. So there you go. Hey, Rise, good morning to you. Did you avoid all the other... The, the, Tornadoes last night, I was thinking about you. I know one hit, what they say, 65 miles south of Oklahoma City. Just go 65 miles north and hit the Oklahoma City airport. Blow that thing to hell. Derek says, yay, I'm back. Time for Wimpy to pay up. Good morning, family of ass. Well, it is a Tuesday, which means it is time for Wimpy to say, Becca, Becca, Becca. Uh, look at that. Alicia's in the house. She says, good morning, ass family. Jack's Lisa's great song choice. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, I'm not finished. I, I'm not going to ruin it. We're, we'll talk about it, but I'm not going to ruin it. Uh, so excited for you, Jen. Now I have an actual name to search when a spark <laughs> spanked the monkey. Um, so I'm going to need a couple volunteers to demonstrate that one. <laughs> In regards to the Roe versus Wade, this is what happens when New York passes a bill to allow infant side moments. Uh, women, a uh, birthing person, has the baby, and then California trying to do the same thing, allowing abortion up to two weeks outside the womb. They want to change what abortion uh, is to just legal uh, infant side. These bills alone created more pro-life uh, people than pro life movement ever could create for everyone that's ignorant it doesn't remove abortion as a whole it just allocates it to states and keeps the federal government out of it well let's talk about it shall we um let let's get into it not that i'm really excited about getting into this but last night and i think there are bigger stories to talk about here last night uh the draft of an opinion that the Supreme Court was working on was leaked, which I don't know in my life if there's ever been one leaked, honestly, because the Supreme Court is pretty 
pretty button-up tight. And the draft opinion page, which, by the way, is not binding at all. The, the Chief Justice has not signed off on it says that the Supreme Court of the United States is striking down Roe versus Wade. Uh, Samuel Alito wrote a majority of the opinion, saying Roe was egregiously wrong from the starts. Its reasoning was exponentially weak, and the decision had a damaging consequence. And far from bringing about a national settlement of the abortion issue, Roe and Casey have inflamed debate and deepened division. send me somebody just sent me a picture out playing golf Bradley are you out playing golf today enjoy that uh, my friends and I decided the leak came from a liberal staffer of a justice and they fall on the sword of the justice is caught I, I, I'm being forced to talk about this now. Let, let, let's just say this. I, I'm going to have some fun in the next story that we do about Naomi Judd because this is not fun whatsoever. Um, I think it goes to more of what Alicia was talking about there because Rachel Maddow has already come out and made a statement about it saying how abortion is going to be made illegal across this country, blah, blah, blah. And I think what Roe versus Wade does is allows it to be a statewide issue, which is what I personally think it should be. We know it's not going to be banned all across America because California's still there. And Washington State is still there. And Oregon is still there. And Nevada, yes, Nevada, I'm talking to you. You're quite blue. You're still there. New York is still there. We still have plenty of these states that will allow abortions to continue. And it'll be up to you whether you want to live in a state that has that or not. It's up to you. This is what America is all about. This has always been, and it should have always been, a state's rights issue. Buenos dias, Ogre. And if your state doesn't want to have abortion clinics in it, then it's up to you then to go out and vote and put the right people you think are in office. This is, this is what's so maddening about everything, is everybody's going to come running down on Republicans. I would like to point out that two-thirds of our government is controlled by the liberals. The executive branch and the legislative branch. The judicial branch is not. And when did abortion get struck down? If it does get struck down because it hasn't been yet, it happened while a Democrat was in office and Democrats ran the Congress. I haven't thought about it that much because I saw the story last night before I was going to bed and I didn't want to read it and I didn't want to get upset about it. But And, and, and I appreciate what Alicia wrote and I, I have to agree. 
with her in some parts. These what what states like Virginia has done and New York has done has let these infant sides happen. If you don't know what infant side is, that's an abortion in in where was it? Was it New York? They allow up to two weeks. The baby can be two weeks old and then you kill it. That's murder. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but but if it's alive, if it's out of the womb, that that that's a life. Now we can get into sustaining life and all these things, all these wonderful talking points. These people that want to have, and and I'll talk you into a corner all day long. You want to ask, I, I don't care when a baby is a baby. I, I don't. I, I have my opinion, and I'm going to keep when my opinion is because it's mine. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying this is my opinion. And what has happened is that you, the people, because we are all the government of the United States of America, like it or not, You have allowed this to happen by not voting in state-run elections, by only voting your party of choice. I'll tell you this right now. I would never, ever want to put someone in office who I knew was dead set against it, 100%, including rapes and incest. I would not vote for that person. If they have an R in front of their name, then too bad. I'm not voting for them. Uh, Abortions are for some. American flags are for all. Uh, Comes from The Simpsons. Thank you, Ogre. Uh, it's only murder if the mom wanted it, at least according to those people. Yeah, oh, Derek, that that, that is true, yes. Uh, this is the problem as activists or judges. At some point, the activists from the other side will take over. Exactly, Dan. Clarence Thomas is about to quit. He He's leaving. When Clarence Thomas leaves... And you get another Republican out of there that's been in a while, you'll have nothing but Democrats in there. And guess what will come back? Because this is something that we never agree on. In this, and this is why I hate talking about this subject so fucking much. Is because I know in about five or six years, we're going to have a liberal Supreme Court, which is fine. I don't care. The, the presidents can put who they want in there. I can disagree with it, just like you can disagree with what's in there now. And amazingly, we'll get a new Roe versus Wade. Smith versus Johnson or whatever. And then that will be the abortion topic for the next generation. Because let me just tell you, I'm fucking tired. I'm so fucking tired of this. Um... Innocent babies, life is not valuable, not a person, some homeless piece of shit, drug addict, or convicted felon. Oh, my God, they have rights and dignity. Yeah, look, look, look. I I saw Charlie, I I think, no, was it Charlie Kirk? It was one of these right-wing guys, and he was talking to an abortionist. uh, I shouldn't say an abortionist. An abortion, a pro-abortion person, which that's fine, okay? 
and the pro-abortion girl was probably 17 or 18. She was very young. She shouldn't have been going up against Charlie Kirk. I mean, that come on. That, 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 that's, that's a little hanging fruit for him. And she said, well, uh, a baby's not a baby until it can sustain life. And that, that's when, as soon as they use that, that phrase, when the baby can sustain life, that's when it's a, a person. That, that, that's your, your moment to pounce. Liberals, I'm trying to help you out with your arguments here. As soon as you say uh, they're not a, a, a human being until they can sustain life, tell me a baby between one and, I don't know, nine that can sustain its own life. So they're, they're not a human being until four, maybe five, where they can find food and eat for themselves, but they're not really sustaining life. So please don't use that in your argument because you will get shot down. Uh, look, this will be a big fat question mark until there's a constitutional amendment approved by 75% of the states guaranteeing or denying abortion, period. See, th- th- this is where I am. Th- this, is, this is why I- I'm enjoying this story so very much. It is delicious. But I still hate it because as I'm looking at this picture of abortion activists, people who are pro, uh, pro-choice, pro I have to remember these things, why are they okay wearing masks? It's the only question I have for you. Why are you okay wearing a mask? Yeah, oh, Dan, you're absolutely right. People in a coma can't sustain their lives. There are a lot of elderly people who get dementia or Alzheimer's who can't sustain their lives. So do we just put a fucking bullet in their head? As somebody whose grandmother died a terrible death of Alzheimer's, I wish I could have put a bullet in her head. Yeah, so don't, don't, don't come at me with sustaining life. Why are you okay with the mask mandates? Hmm? Oh, I, I'm, I'm still waiting. You, you're yelling about the government cannot tell me what to do with my body. Is your face not a part of your body? Hmm? I, I, I'm still waiting. I'd like to know what the difference is. If you wear a mask at this point, I argue for aborting that person because they obviously can't sustain their own life. But why are you okay with the government telling you one thing you have to do with your body if you want to go out and be in the public? You're okay with that, but then you say, oh, no, you can't tell me what I do with my body when it comes to an abortion. Let me tell the stat that nobody likes to hear. Roe versus Wade was legalized in 1972. The biggest decline in American prison populations happened in 1990 and 1991. Well, 18 years before that, they were allowed to get abortions. 
And that means less criminals now? Nobody wants to talk about it. It's true, though. I don't get why this is an all-or-nothing issue. If the left wants no restrictions on abortion and the right wants an outright ban. I don't understand. Look, so here, here, here's where I stand. Douglas. Gee, it just too bad we developed any way to prevent unwanted pregnancies. <laughs> oh, I know straight fire, right? If only there was a way. Oh, I know. These new birth control pills for men. That'll do it. Um. This is what I think. I, I think that we, the people, need to sit down and, and, and talk about this subject very openly and very honestly. Now, I would prefer to see this is this is my opinion and my opinion only. So please, if you want to come after me, come after me for my opinion. That's fine. My opinion is this. Is I think that once you become pregnant, it is your choice to do with your body what you want. And if you don't want to live through that for, for nine months, the horrificness of being pregnant for nine months, then you know what? Okay. I would like to, to put a, a certain number on. Once again, this is my opinion, my opinion only. There's no way that this will happen. But uh, you, you get a mark on your record, and you get like, Two of these a year. Okay? Because I, I hate to see it used as just a form of birth control. What I would like to see, and maybe somehow this could happen, I, I know it's going to be gross and it's going to go down a slippery slope, and I haven't thought it all the way through, but how about these people that are going through up-and-up abortion or uh, adoption agencies? Why don't adoption agencies work with these women who don't want to have these children? And we can find homes for them. Now, once again, I said you can abort it. You don't have to do this. I think in the cases of, in cases of rape and incest, the, the woman should be able to choose exactly what she wants to do. And nobody can say anything to her. Her rights were violated worse than anybody's rights have ever been violated. She should have a choice on what happens to the rest of her body. Oh, I, they, I, what I'm saying is they should work more. I, I think the adoption agencies should then also somehow work with the abortion agencies and maybe work all together. Maybe if there's a gal who's on the fence about having a baby, and, and, and maybe we can make this some sort of, you know, we can monetize it. For these women who go through pregnancy, you can monetize. They don't have to pay any extra for their pregnancy. And I know there are some adoption agencies that do that, but I think we need to take a deeper dive into that. Once again, Arnie's opinion. But as far as rape and incest go, that's up to the, the woman who was raped or incested. Yes, I just made incest a verb because that's how fucking good I am at my job. She just got incested. Bam. Verb.
How about an abortion punch card where you get 10 abortions, your 11th is free, and you get a free cookie? <laughs> Douglas says, I think abortions will happen regardless. If it's legal, it'll just become dangerous back alley coat hanger abortions. Like the late-term abortions are just wrong, and women shouldn't have uh, made the decision early on. We need the Ministry of Abortion, a real wicked-looking building with statues and fountains of everything. I'm not super pro-life, like not wanting abortion allowed. I'm okay with it to a certain point. But I know there are tons of agencies and programs out there to help moms. Uh, Live Org is one. Less red tape for adoptions, you know, not charging tens of thousands of dollars. Or if they do charge the tens of thousands of dollars, give that to the woman who had the baby. And if she had karateed her brother, she wouldn't have been incested. See, it works. It works. Thank you, Jen. Please feel free to use incested. This is going to continue to go on. This is, and it, don't mind the talking heads out there, the Rachel Maddow's coming out and saying, abortion's going to be now illegal across the country. Rachel, Rachel, do you not remember how stupid you are? The virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Sorry, Sorry I, I, I miss buzzing her a lot in there. Because she is so stupid. They're not going to make, be made illegal. If someone wants to get an abortion, they live in states like Texas or Oklahoma, they can get an abortion in a different state. Yeah? Oh, absolutely. You, they help illegals. You think they won't help people that want that? Yeah. The abortion business will be booming in the blue states. It will. And And you know what? That's a state's rights issue, and I have zero issue with it. I, I don't care. My, my ultimate stance when it comes to abortion is this. And I won't even make it the religious part of it for me. If you can look yourself in the mirror and be okay with what you've done, who am I to say anything to you? If you're okay with it, hey, that's all you got to answer to is yourself. That's what it comes down to. I will say this. I will say I am very, very anti this this late-term bullshit, this, this infant side. I am definitely 100% opposed. If you birth out the baby and you abort it two weeks later, you are a fucking murderer. That is all. You are no better than John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy. Hey, they might have numbers on you, but you killed a two-week-old legally. How fucked up is that? Let's see. Uh, there still should be restrictions on late-term abortions and only when the health of the mother is at stake. 
I don't care if I don't have lady parts, but that late-term shit is evil. I agree. I, I agree with that. And, and by the way, the abortion thing, if, if there are problems and you're going to lose the mother, well, I, I'm sorry. I'd rather keep the mother. Unless I'm having a son, then then I'll keep the son. But that that's a whole other case. Uh, yeah, I, I, I personally believe that the later the term, especially if you've you've gone to term and you've delivered the baby and then you, you want to homicide it, you are a real piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, that, that's all there is to it. You are a real piece of shit. So uh, get ready because the media is going to take you on a ride. I will be here as, as, as much as I hate this topic. I'm here. I hated COVID. I hate Joe Biden. I still talk about that son of a bitch. What a stupid son of a bitch. He really is. And slow. Arnie, that two-week-old baby is just a clump of cells, though, right? Yeah. I have a hard time with that. No, it's not. It, I'm a clump of cells. We're all clumps of cells. I, I love that. Oh, it's just a clump of cells when it's in there. Oh, okay. Assholes. Not you, straight fire, those people. Um, the person that murders their already born child is going to find themselves murdered. That's just what nuts will do. Yeah, look, look, you're, you're awakening the, the whack jobs on both sides. And whether I agree with Oklahoma's law or not, I knew where I was moving to, a completely red state. If this is the will of the people who live here, then fine. I disagree. I can always leave. It's not my place to convince the culture here that they're wrong for their beliefs. Exactamundo. Hold on a second. Let me play the right sound effect. Correctamundo. Look. Right now, you got all these people who are out protesting, who are out holding their signs, saying, look at me, hear me, because nobody listens to me. I'm going to make an ass out of myself. It's not going to be illegal. Okay. The federal government can't do that. You want to know why? States' rights. You know what the Civil War was fought over? States' rights. So once again, it all comes down to that, that nobody wants to talk about. Shh. It's a states' rights issue. And if you hate the way your state is, if you live in Oklahoma, Oklahoma is far more conservative than Texas. I have to, I have to throw that out there. I mean, you know, when, when Governor Wheels, hopefully, hopefully soon to be, you know, announcing his presidency. Here we go. Come on. Rolling, rolling, all the way to D.C. When Governor Wheels does something, Oklahoma's governor is like, "Yeah, well, uh, what's his name? Is it is it Governor? Is it Tit or Trit? Stit? Something like that? Governor Governor Tit? Governor Tit in Oklahoma? Man, oh man, he's like, fuck Wheels. I thought you were conservative. <laughs> Hold my non-alcoholic beer. I mean, he fucking drops the hammer." He's Old Testament, Texas is New Testament. Stit. See, I was close. Stit, tit. Pretty impressive, though, huh? I know I, I know other governors. 
they pray at every public meeting here. Just happened this morning. I've never experienced that before. Very conservative. Yep, yep. And once again, you, you can move. You can you can choose to go. Hey, you, nothing's holding you there. Nothing's forcing you to be anywhere. Uh, all right. We are we are we done? Are we done with serious stuff for a little while? Because I I when I saw this story yesterday. I looked it over, and I passed it by. And then I thought to myself, wait a second. Huh? And I went back to it, something I hardly ever do. If I pass the story, it's gone. I see anywhere between three and 600 stories a day. And I have to get it down to the, the today, the 25 because we have listener mail today. I have to get it down between 25 and 35 stories that we do on the show each and every day. So I go through these stories, and if I see it, if it, if it, I read it and I go, yeah, nope, keep going. I did this yesterday, and I never go back, but I went back because... The world lost... I'm rolling my eyes now. Uh, a country music singer over the weekend that was going to be inducted into the, the Country Music Hall of Fame, and that was Naomi Judd. That's Mama Judd. Very, very sad. We, we, we got to see really ugly crying from Naomi. Or not Naomi, uh, the, 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 the actress one. Ashley. Whew, ugly cry. But I understand it. You got ugly cry because your mama just died. It was unexpected. Now, I don't know why this was ran in all newspapers and all press junkets yesterday. That multiple sources say that 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 Naomi Judd killed herself. <laughs> Well, we all knew that. See, when 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 Ashley came out or Winona came out, Winona came out and started. <laughs> yes, I'm messing with them two days after their mother died. I'm a fucking pe- I'm a peach. Ashley came out and said, "Our mom succumbed to her her disease of mental illness." Now, now I have depression. I am clinically depressed. I've been diagnosed clinically depressed. Not quite uh, 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 manic depressive, but I, I am chemically depressed. I have never worried about not waking up because the depression was going to kill me by itself. So when, when Ashley Judd came out and said, our mom lost her battle or whatever succumbed to, her fight with mental health. Well, I read that, and, and I said, well, she killed herself. Why, why are they coming out a day later saying, well, yes, she, she did commit suicide? Well, real quick, we, we all knew that. Once again, the media and celebrities treating you like you are fucking dumb. Now, they still aren't saying 
what she did. And as somebody who survived my suicide attempts, yes, there were, t- there were a couple. Um, I remember going back on the air the, the, the day I, I went on the air, and my doctor at the time, who was in my doctor in the nut house, he did not think that I should talk about this on the air. But when I went on the air, I, I always tell you the truth when I go on the air. And I, I've always done that. So people wanted to know where I was for two weeks, and I told them I was in the nut house. I tried to kill myself. I told them I cut my wrists. I didn't leave a note. I didn't call anybody. I turned my phone off. I cut my wrists, and I tried to bleed to death. <laughs> Are you sure she didn't try to hang herself to get an erection? I think they're looking into that, maybe, Ogre. Oh, man, if this comes out to be autoerotic asphyxiation somehow, but on a lady side, whew, that's going to be something. Well, love can build a bridge then. Um, I know. I'm going to hell so bad. Uh, so I, I, I was literally trying to, and they told me not to come on the air and tell the story. And I said, I can't do that. And someone asked me if that day on the show, they said, are you a loser? You've called people. And I said, yes, absolutely, I'm a loser. I gave up. I stopped fighting. I was a quitter. And I was a quitter because I didn't have the tools. I am never going to go back and say, oh, because, uh, no, no. On that November day, I was a quitter. I gave up on everything. I gave up on me. It's the only time in life I've ever given up on me. Now I know how to not ever do that again. I know to try to practice autoerotic eating, and she apparently really good at it. Oh, you didn't lose because you survived. No, no, no. I Look, look. I was a loser. I appreciate what everybody says, but no, I, I have to be honest with this. I tried the easy way out instead of fixing my problems. Easy way out was a lot easier, but I didn't die. That just made it even worse. But getting back to this, the way the media and the way these publicists and people try to act, Uh, Yes, she committed suicide. No shit. So what do you think she did? Ask family. We've got got choices here. I want to know what you think she did. Did she hang herself? Shoot herself? Cut herself? Pills? Or other? I don't know what what other there is. Getting run over, running over yourself in a lawnmower. Maybe, maybe the car. Maybe the car with the exhaust. Which one do you think that Naomi did?
right, here we go. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Ratburger said, I didn't know she had a beef with Hillary Clinton. I said, was it drugs, gun, knife, hanging, carbon monoxide? Uh, let's see. Douglas has pills. Jax Lee has pills. Cowboys Girls, she really dead? Yes, she's really dead. Uh, Rice says pills. Andrew says hanging. She jumped off a cliff into a holler. <laughs> Winona sat on her. Pills. Clinton herself, let's start rumors. Pills, most nonviolent way possible, yeah. I'm betting it was pills. Yeah, yeah, it was pills. I'll, I'll just go ahead and just confirm it right now. Unless we get a new news story today and tells us what it was. <laughs> Why notice that? Whoops, Daisy. Sorry, Mama. Tell me about the good old days. <laughs> I fucking hated the Judds. I, I mean, look, look. I'm not happy that she's dead. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I've just got to say it, man. That was a that was a duo I could not stand. She was exposed to Winona's big brown beaver. <laughs> oh, see, I tried the pills route. The first the first time I did it, I I, I, I did it the pills route. I took a hundred and twenty Norcos. Woke up the next day, I was pissed because I was out of Norcos. And then the next time was the the wrists, and oh, I've, I've documented that story enough, so there you go. She listened to a Judd's album. Doug says, I didn't even know who she was. Oh, you whippersnapper, you. You punk ass. Oh, I hate, like, like when I first started in country radio, that's when Winona was doing mainly her single stuff because because her and Mama had broke up. I fucking hated Winona Judd music. Oh, I hated it with every fiber of my being. They did a Leonard Skinner covered album, and I think she did she did like Freebird or something, and I I just cried. Holy fuck, one hundred and twenty. Yeah, 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 one hundred and twenty. That was my record. God, man, that must have been the greatest nap you ever had. I fell asleep at like 7 o'clock that night watching a Longhorn game. I think it was Longhorns against, uh, who were they playing? They won. Oh, yeah, they were playing against Rice. No, no, it wasn't against Rice. They were on the road because they were in the all-whites. It's not in any pain at all. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, all right. Now, a- another thing that I do on this show is is I try to help the younger generation out. That's what I'm kind of basing my next stand-up show on. Is uh, is kind of my guidebook to being a man. All the pitfalls and everything. My husband, when we were dating, said I kind of looked like Winona Ryder. I was pissed because I mistaked what he said for Winona Judd. I'm like, really? That fat, ugly pig who you think I look like? 
There's a country festival coming to Discovery Park around the same time as Aftershock. I don't know anyone on this playing. I don't follow country. Yeah, I saw that list. I saw Tim McGraw's name on there, and then that was about the only one worth the shit. I guess it's the week after Aftershock. What did I have for dinner? I, I think I just had, like, I don't know, like a hamburger or something at night. Uh, you know when your next show? I don't know when it's going to be. I'm, I'm still writing it. I'm still working on it, Douglas. I'm still working on it, including today's story. So today's story is this. Okay, uh, let's see. And then I'm going to help young men with women because women have released a survey of what turns them off. All right, so here you go. Now, this happened in Johannesburg, South Africa. Now, that's like the good part of South Africa, right? That's like the good part of Africa is the South part. Kind of like America. <laughs> um, so the brother does this. So uh, I'm watching the video right now. Okay, we, we can play the video. Okay, let's play this video real quick. Wants to know how to get free cell phone service? No, I Here's don't. how. No, 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 I don't want that. Uh-uh. How about this? <laughs> So, footage shows a man down on one knee while holding out a box with a ring in it. He's proposing. Um, it doesn't say much about what happened here, like if these two knew each other or not. But the guy proposed uh, at a McDonald's. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Lend me your ear. Okay. We need to have a talk. We haven't had a talk for a while since we had that story about that man who was upgraded to first class who did not pay for his wife to get moved up to first class, and who also did not allow his wife to go to first class, he went to first class while she was stuck back in coach. And I walked you up and down that scenario and why you don't want to do that. Well, let me let you in on a little secret to you young fellers. Women... Most of them. I'm not going to say all. So if, if this is not you, don't fucking angrily type to me that this isn't you. But I will say a majority of women, when it comes to their engagement, they want a story. They want a story. Especially if it's the first time. Second, third times, it don't really matter. But they want a story. They don't want the story to be, I was at McDonald's paying for my double quarter pounder with cheese and 30 McNugget meal, and some dude came up and proposed to me. Here's the other thing. Know the person that you're proposing to. 
don't just propose to a stranger at McDonald's. You're at McDonald's. Nobody gets engaged at McDonald's. Fucking even when when Ronald got married to Hamburger, Hamburglar illegally, they had to do it at a Wendy's in Thailand. I mean, shit. The ideal proposal is with some donuts, and the guy opens the box and says, Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! Uh, I did Applebee's. <laughs> you, you, you don't. You, you don't do it at McDonald's. Especially if you got a line behind you. If I'm standing in that line, I'm like, can't you guys do this at the soda fountain? And I mean, you heard it in the background. It sounded like a bustling McDonald's. It ain't like they got 58 trillion McDonald's in South Africa. You know, you got a bunch of these Bushmen who just got done, you know, giving guides tours to idiots that want to see tigers and shit. So they got their damn paycheck. They want to go out someplace fancy. So they're going to go to McDonald's. But you don't get engaged there, man. No. Look, 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 look. Unless. There's a big caveat. If y'all have a history there or if there is a story surrounding that McDonald's, it's barely allowed. It, it, it's barely allowed. It, it's allowed, but barely. If it's just McDonald's, then no. Uh-uh. If that's her favorite fast food restaurant, that's not a good enough reason. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. You, you, you don't get engaged at fast food restaurants. You just don't. If it's got a drive through then they don't want anybody on a knee there. Can you imagine? Can you imagine asking the, uh, yes, sir. Uh, he goes through all the right ways to do it. He calls the girl's daddy up and says, yes, I'd like to get permission. And I do believe that is still a thing especially for younger people. But he calls up, uh, yes, sir, I'd like the permission to ask your daughter to marry me. Uh, yes, of course, sir, uh, Billy Joe Bob. Where are you going to ask her to marry you? Well, we're going to go down to the Arby's. Uh, question in South Africa, is there McDonald's like Ruth Chris here or an Outback Steakhouse? I think it'd be more like Ruth's Chris without the hot-ass fucking plates, which is just stupid. Way to continue to cook my steak. Hey, I wanted it medium rare. By the time I got to the last bite, it was fucking done. Idiots. Don't get me started on Outback. We had Outback the other day, and they're lucky that they are good. 
The service sucks. It, it was really good, though. Damn it. Still can't get, get away from going out back. Uh, all right. All right, now, now to help you young fellas out, all you single guys out there, okay? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, well, yeah, you know what? I can do this here, and then next door, yes, we can do that there. Perfect. Single women reveal their biggest turnoffs when dating men. So now we get to see if you will agree with them or not. The number one thing that turns off a woman during a date. <laughs> I can picture it now. Would you like the deconstructed Big Mac potatoes La Francis? <laughs> all right, here you go. For all you guys out there going, why am I still single, man? I'm a catch. This has happened, 72% of the women surveyed said their biggest turnoff was bad personal hygiene. You're goddamn right. What in the blue fuck is wrong with you dudes? If you know that you are going out on a date and you got bad personal hygiene, i.e., you stink, what the fuck are you thinking? I can't imagine someone turning up on a date without putting on any physical effort. She said singles who do it simplest thing to prevent themselves like brush their hair, have clean fingernails, wear a nice outfit, or ensure they smell nice, always leave a good first impression. Yeah, no shit. Fucking it, wash your ass. Now, now, Ratburger just texted me a very legit question. I, it, I, I'm going to tell you right now. Explain how Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp Wherever sex symbols, if ladies aren't indistinct, you can throw Matthew McConaughey in there too. It's because they're pretty. That's all. They're pretty and they're confident about their their stink. Me? Uh-uh. No, I'm telling you right now. If I if I'm going out, I'm cleaning up. I'm fat already. I want to be blamed for everybody stinking in the place. Cause see, that's what happens. The fat guy always gets blamed for whatever smells. Not me, my friend. Now, if I if I crank out a gigantic fart, I will claim it all day long. But B.O. is not me-o. Uh, number two, a lack of manners. Now, this is where you would come in, Ogre. Uh, I learned the hard way. Do not pick your nose and offer to let her see how impressive it is. Yeah, look, look, that, that would be the manners part. And we're not talking about if you accidentally use the, the salad fork instead of the dinner fork. This would be like farting on a date or, i.e., picking your nose on a date. Why am I here telling you guys to clean yourselves and not pick your ass while you're on a date? 
You're not Brad Pitt. Can bad personality be considered a personality trait? Like, is it an option they can choose on dating apps? I like seafood, walks on the beach, country music, and I detest showers, deodorant, laundry, soap, washing machines, and Febreze. Yeah, I wish they would be honest with that. Depp is only hot in Pirates. Now, Braddy, don't forget about 21 Jump Street. Might be a little bit before her time. All right, number three, constantly checking the phone. By the way, this goes both ways. By the way, all these go both ways. You gals out there, if you decide to show up and your hair's all mussy and, and you stink, yeah, you queef at the dinner table, we're going to have a problem. Constantly checking the phone. I, I tell you, the cell phone has been one of the greatest inventions of our lifetime and one of the worst all at the same time. I mean, it does make everything a lot more easy, a lot more convenient. But if you're on a date... Then, then put the phone down. Just put the phone down. Just, just, just put the phone down. Okay, you, you, you don't need it. You're not that important. Um, you're rude to the waiter. I'm, I'm not going to go with that one. If the waiter, waiter's rude to me, then, well, then, then game is on. Your out says I don't even know how people date anymore. Everyone lies, and no one knows how to socialize anymore. I hear you. Oh, yeah, look. As a kid who was the furthest person that people looked when someone farted, the fat kid, or in my case, the fat nun. <laughs> Did Mixler go silent all the way, or was that just me taking a break? Everybody okay? Because I, I have been taking some longer pauses, and I apologize. Uh, let's see. Okay, there you go. Uh, the last one is talking about an ex. Well, that's just stupid. That, 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 why would you talk about your ex when you're on a date? You're going to talk about an ex after you didn't shower and you're picking your nose at the table, getting phone calls, and you told the waiter to go eat, eat a bag of dicks. Everybody else is good, Douglas. This is just stupid. Hey, why, why, why would you do that? The biggest mistakes men and women make in dating. Yeah, wash your ass. That should that should go down as number one. Clean yourself. I have an idea. Ooh, ooh, plan a date on May 19th at Taco Bell. I mean, we both know what we're there for, the Mexican pizza. There you go. You get some ass on the side. That's all right. Now, now let's say that you, you've owned up to yourself and, and you've started to wash yourself and you're taking good care of yourself and you're ready to go out on a date and you're going to pay attention to her and you're not bringing your cell phone. You forgot about your ex and you know the waiter, so you're not going to be rude to him. Okay? Now, you could be like Patrick Stubrig 
from Leesburg. I don't know where that is. Oh, Germany. Okay, he's German. Um, who was adopted as a child. And didn't meet his biological sister, Susan, until they're in their 20s. Now, that's his biological sister. Same mama, same daddy. Even though they put him up for adoption. Uh, A month after they met each other... That's right. The old hoop-de-doop-de started. Yep, yep, yep. He, see, see, the way this all came about was he tracked his, his biological family down when he, was, uh, when he was old enough to, and that's when he met his family and moved into their mother's house, and that's when this tawdry affair started. He has been fighting the law to make incest legal and trying to get the old law abolished. They have four children, two of which are disabled. Becca! None have more than one head, though. I mean, here they are pictured in 2004, and then up, up. Six other, oh, wait, 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 poorly educated and barely able to write. Susan had previously spoke of being unloved and a burden to her mother. Six other brothers and sisters, some of whom were born with disabilities, died in childhood. One was run over and killed at age seven. Another mentally handicapped sister died at eight. So that's why they gave this guy up, and he comes back, and he knocks up the the girl. What in the fuck is going on in Germany? Okay, guys, you don't go out with your sisters. You just don't. It's like a tie in sports. It's like kissing your sister. Ugh. Yeesh. I've given up on dating. Seems like all the girls are either carbon copies of Amber Heard or dumber than Helen Keller. Just restarted app works now. Okay. Date older Andrew. There's some uh, something more men need to come around to when dating. Yeah, they, they, they knew that they were siblings before they hooked up. You see, he tracked them down and said, hey, I'm your long-lost brother. Look at my penis. I don't know if that's the line he used or not. Oh, well, th- this, is, this is lovely to read here. Scientists believe that more than 13,000 people in the U.K. have DNA, which indicates they are the result of not just inbreeding, but... Extreme inbreeding. 
<laughs> that means it's sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> now, once again, let me just say, let me just say, everybody wants to pick on the old South. Oh, South, that's where all them racists are. Top 10 racist con- cities in America, all north of the Mason-Dixon line. And by the way, oh, it's only in the South where brothers have sex with sisters. Yeehaw! Well, look at that. In cheery old uh, London, England, 13,000 people are diagnosed with extreme Mountain Dew inbreeding. It's Germany, he barked. You will spread your leggings. Now I must fuck you. And he thrust in his weenals. <laughs> Go to her TikTok to see the updates on the inbred family. Oh, they, they are they're like doing they're doing swimmingly, man. They got an add-on going. One of the guys is using the toilet out in the front yard. Extreme inbreeding. Is that like rough sex or a constant orgy? Like, what constitutes extreme when it comes to inbreeding? Mountain Dew is for lovers, sisters, brothers, lovers, bottled in Tennessee. (laughs) Oh, I think extreme inbreeding is generation after generation. (laughs) Ratburger says... The guy formerly known as Prince Harry is proud to say that his gene pool is very well blended. This probably really pissed off the rest of the of the royals. His gene pool is not. Boy, his daddy side goes straight on up. Dude, I mean, ugh. God damn. That motherfucker turns on all in the family is upset by what he gets. Oh, I thought this was going to be something different. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's do this story. Boy, this is not good. Oh, oh, I want to see the, the, the graphic photos. Yes, please. Show me. Oh, yuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't need to see any more of those stories. Those are gross. Um, Disneyland. The Disneyland Hotel has had to pay out over $100,000. They they recently settled a case with a a person by the name of Ivy Eldridge. Um, Yeah, yeah, they they took the pictures. uh, Oh, God. There are bed bugs all over the rooms, and, and the pictures are out showing where the uh, the bed bugs have bit them on the neck and all that kind of stuff. She got bit up all over. Ooh, it caused a rash, so they gave her $100,000 said, okay, it's all gone away now. Let me tell you, I do have a funny story about this. I'm sure it's not just a neck rash. So, uh, my cousin, my cousin lives uh, here in Texas, who's lived here for a long time. 
My dad and I came down for the World Series, and we were staying at her place. And I'll never forget, like, the, the summer before, like, that previous, like, three months before. Her and her family went on a trip, and they stayed at a hotel, and the hotel had bed bugs. And it totally freaked her two kids out. And her two kids were young at the time. They were like, I don't know, six and seven. Right? So it freaked them out. They always freaked out about it. Right? So th- this is like down the road now. <laughs> I wasn't thinking at all. So we were saying goodnight to everybody the night before the World Series. And my, my dad says, night, sleep tight. And I finished it up with, don't let the bed bugs bite, but if they do, bite them back. Because <laughs> that's what my dad used to always say to me as a little kid. Uh, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. The kids just started howling, crying, and I was like, oh, my God, I had totally forgot. I had totally forgotten. <laughs> Whoops-a-daisy. Yeah, that didn't go over very well. Uh, it's another reason why I prefer camping over hotels. OMG, that's what my parents said to me at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. If they bite, bite, bite them back. I mean, that, that was every single night was said to me. I knew that when, and when he said, <laughs> good night, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. And both my cousins looked at me and they're like, what did you just? I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm already half through the other line. So I was like, oh, I can't stop. Well, I can deal with ants, snakes, bees, flies, but this shit, nope. It's hell trying to get rid of them. That's what I hear. Yeah, I fucking hey, I don't like that at all. Am I the only one to wait and see uh, what the fines are, how many building code violations Disney World has now that they aren't the kingdom exempt from state laws? Well, this was Disneyland. This was California, Andrew, but you're you're on to something there. These new things they're doing in Florida is they, they've ripped away, like, pretty much everything from Disney World, like law-wise. Oh, I would... Oh. The state's going to be able to do whatever they want. They're going to be able to charge whatever they want, and Disney World will be able to pay for it because they can afford it. It's just going to be, you know what it is, Andrew? Here's what it is. Is the rich dipshits, you know, that run things in the states, whether it is the governor or just building contractors or just fucking... You know, people like that, they're going to get richer off this. They can, they, they don't give a shit about it. All Disney did now is open up to them. They were protected. Disney was protected from all the seedy underbellies of, of state work and, and, and city work. Now they're fucked. All right, speaking of fucked, this will be the last story of this segment. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do mail. We got some good mail, too. Um, The U.S. between ports of entry along the southwest border set an all-time record for April. 
This is April alone. More than 200,000 illegal immigrants were taken into custody, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, in April. That was not January, February, March, and then April. That was just April. And most of this is at the, the southern border, you know, the one in Texas. When, when, when can we, when can, when will our government start taking this seriously? I'm all for migrants coming to this country, starting anew, but you have to do it the right way. You can't come here illegally. And now we have 200,000 in one month. You remember that, that, what was it, December of last year, they caught 24 people that are on terrorist watch lists? They only needed 19 to fly those planes. This is maddening. I'm not going to scream and yell about it. I'm just going to say it's maddening because the people that can do stuff about it are not. And until they, they get off their asses, Boy, they better not be coming for the Mexican pizza, I'll tell you what. No, 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 no. You have to show a a valid uh, driver's license or passport to be in this country to get a Mexican pizza. We have, I am not missing out due to migrants. I'm telling you that right now. You don't have to stop. That was funny. Uh, All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, or you can always call me. No, wait, that, that, that is, you can always call me. You can always write me, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. That's where we're going to be getting the mail. Or you can write me on the Mixler app. What are we, uh, today's just a regular day of music, so uh, enjoy. <laughs> Everything all I've become 
level of my medication Some might find intimidating That's alright, it don't bother me Talking with my accent We held hands and waded into that blue water She left the flip-flops by my red wings on the beach Even now I'm dodging bottles in my sunburned Silverado Like a heartbroken desperado Waited right back to my roots Something about the way she kissed me Tells me she loved Eastern Tennessee Yeah, but all I brought back with me Was some sand in my boots I said, let's go shoot tequila So we walked back to that beach bar And she said, don't cowboys drink whiskey So we drank bottom shelf and she said, damn, that sky looks perfect And I said, girl, you never seen stars like the ones back home And she said, maybe I should see them for myself Yeah, but now I'm dodging bottles in my sunburned Silverado Like a heartbroken desperado Waited right back to my roots Something about the way she kissed me Tells me she loved Eastern Tennessee Yeah, but all I brought back with me Was some sand in my boots Oh, I said, meet me she told me I was crazy, yeah, but I still thought that maybe she'd show up. Oh, but now I'm dodging bottles in my sunburned Silverado, like a heartbroken desperado, headed right back to my roots. Something about the way she kissed me tells me she loves Eastern Tennessee. Yeah, but all I brought back with me was some sand in my boots. Yeah, but all I brought back with me was some sand in my boots. This is the Arnie State Show, also known as Call 760-242-1450. 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, good morning, Sassy Pammy. How are you? Welcome to the show. Better late than never, I guess. Great Fire says, Arnie, you said it best on your show. Uh, that both sides want this. That's why it's allowed to continue to happen. That shit was spot on. Look, look. Of course they want it to happen. More migrants that come in, it, it fuels up the, the the hardcore right side to to get the right to get any kind of movement going on, which then will force jobs to build walls and do all that kind of stuff. By the way, the Republicans will see this in spades in the next election. They will see the benefit from this because the ones that are at the border, the, the people that have built lives at the border, I forget the town name, but it was like 98% Hispanic. Uh, it, it's right next to not, right next to Harlingen. It might be in Harlingen County, Harlingen, Brownsville, and, and this this other city, right? Or, or county. Might be the whole county there, Brownsville. Um, but 98% Hispanic. And in 2016... of the vote went to Hillary Clinton. Now, Donald Trump won. But in the last election, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it was was something crazy like like 70% went to Hillary. And in 2016 or 2020, when Trump ran, uh, the vote was 53% for Biden. So he had knocked off like 30%. In one election cycle. And they say it's going to continue because the people that have come here legally and made a life for themselves as migrants do not like the illegals coming over. McAllister, I don't remember. It, it, it might be just Harlingen County, Andrew. I think that's what it is. But, yeah. And these people are saying enough is enough, and we've seen it happen. The, the Hispanic vote in Florida pushed Trump over the top. It's like, look, look, Democrats aren't giving you what they said they would. So there you go. Also, for all who stay in hotel, you can check your room, bed bugs before you get infested. Don't take your belongings in the room before the checking. They'll get in your bag right away. Look up how to check. Uh, it's mainly the corners and folds of the mattress. Move the sheets back. Check for little black dots. It's their poo. Okay, good to know. All right. Fantastic. We got all that stuff out of the way. And now it's time for listener mail, which, by the way, is brought to you by my good, dear friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest, let me just tell you about it. You know what they like to do? This is what they like to do. This is true. The rest like to show up at your house and give you your little your fake estimate, right? There's one person walking with you. And while somebody's doing the estimating, the other people in the company, they clip their dingleberries off and they plant them around your house and then put them in your raisin bran. That's right. They're clipping their own dingleberries at your house instead of working on your floors. You know who doesn't? Clip his own dingleberries at your house, and that's Jesse. He doesn't do that. No, he puts in the best floors available. So give him a call at 
four, one, two, three. And now, off to listener mail. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got to do one more thing. Okay, now what the fuck do you All want? All right, here we go. Oh, oh, this is an ask question, so we've got to get the ask music out before we can do this. So here we go. Uh, you ready? All right, here we go. I'm pretty good at this one, I think. Top of the Mount Rushmore. one out to to the man there we go okay do do i have this uh-huh let's see if i have this now i, I should have looked this one up already yep there it is boom boom that's it your mission pick a free electricity plant no, uh-uh. my mission is not to have an armadillo pick out my electric plant that, that, those are the commercials we have here. An armadillo and a tuxedo. Really? Like an armadillo could get a tuxedo on. Now, come on. Here we go.
my God. How am I not on the Grammys? All right, here we go. Now I'm done singing, I can put a dip in. Dear Arnie, I've had you in and out of my life for the last 20 years. I just found you last year and was so happy to hear your voice again. And I told myself that this will be the time I get sober. Well, like I said, it's been a year and I have my good weeks and even had three months. And then I go and blow it because of whatever reason there is to drink. Can you please hit me in the head with some logic or common sense and please fuck my feelings as well? Hey, you know the rules of the show. That's good. I'm tired of trying. I want to be done with alcohol. And that's from Heather. Uh, All right. Let's see. I'm not going to hit you in the head with any logic or comments. I'm going to tell you the truth. You say you've had your good weeks. You even had three months, and that's fantastic. Hey, man, it's, it's, it's a program that's based literally on one day at a time. You, you said a lot in that little sentence there after your three months. Then I go and blow it because of whatever reason there is to drink. Well, I'm here to tell you, for an alcoholic, there is only reasons to drink. The sun came up this morning. Let's drink. The sun's going down tonight. Let's drink. There will always be a reason, Heather. You have to stop trying to find why... The the reasons that are making you... You're drinking because the reason is you want to drink. You want to escape. Nothing wrong with it. Look, look. If you can't do it, there's nothing wrong with that. There are plenty of people that can function as alcoholics in this world. Now, I'm not putting you down for it. I couldn't do it. There are plenty of people that can function on it. But if you really want to quit, don't try. Wasn't it, wasn't it? fucking Yoda that says there is no try, there is just do? I know I fucking butchered the shit out of that, and I'm sorry. Ogre, I apologize for ruining that Star Wars line like that. And all Star Wars fans out there. Um, don't try. Fucking do it. I mean, honestly, you want me to hit you in the head with some common sense? Stop trying. Start doing. Try is the call of a loser. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it is. Cowboys girls got it. Heather, this is, this is how easy this program is. I'm, I'm going to tell you how easy this is. People have come to me at meetings, and I tell them I have 25 years. What's your secret? (laughs) Let me tell you what the magical secret is, and they don't like it when I say, oh, yeah, there's a magic secret. You know what the magic secret is? Don't fucking drink. (laughs) That's the secret. Wait a second. What's the secret to get to the secret? There's no secret to get to the secret. The secret is you don't drink. No, try not, do, or 
or do not. There is no try. Thank you, Ogre. No, no, you're not a dork. I wanted to say it correctly like that. So I guess I'm a dork for wanting to say it correctly. Okay, I'm a dork. But Heather, there is no, no, no try not, do or do not. There is no try. Do it. And what you do is you do this. You, you want the super-duper intensive $10 million. I could sell this secret for $10 billion. But since my dad gave it to me, I'll give it to you. You want to go and go secret? You look in the mirror and you tell yourself, I'm not going to drink today. And then you'll be the only person that you're letting down. Nobody likes letting themselves down. And you just do that in front of a mirror every day until you feel like you don't have to do it in front of a mirror. Still days that sometimes I do it. It's for a refresher. I'm not going to drink today. So it never goes away. Heather, if you're worried about that, if you want to know that, never goes away. I mean, once you get to see how bad people act when they're drunk and you think to yourself, oh, that was never me. That was always you because you're the drunk. The asshole, the loud mouth, that was you. That was you. Yes, that was you. You get tired of it. But you still sit there and you still have those thoughts that, you know, I could have one or two. Still have those thoughts. What he wanted to say was like Polly Walnuts. Madone, always with the trying. This fucking bison right here. Hey, Gabagool, just fucking do it or I'll make your legs like that beta guy in New York. <laughs> so there you go, Heather. With, with a little replay in from the Sopranos there. Um, just start by one day at a time. Go to a meeting. Get your one-day chip, then get your two-day chip, get your three-day chip, get your week-long chip, get your two-week chip, get your month, your first month chip, your second month, all the way up until that one year, that metal medallion that you get. Now, I got my, from what I understand, my, my, my dad's folklore of this was that now I don't get a medallion until every five years. So I got my 25th. I got my 25th. Now I don't get one until my 30th. So I have something to look forward to. So I have to try to stay sober for five more years before I get a a useless token that makes me feel like a million dollars. And, Heather, you can get all that if you just try starting it one day at a time. There you go. Uh, All right. All right, enough of that. Okay, enough of that. Let's go. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. I know that you've been watching a lot of television, and of course it's because you're doing it for us. Yes, I am. And that's why we all love and appreciate your opinion. But I have recently started down the road of Ozark, and I heard you talk about the ending that just happened. Thank you for not spoiling it, but is it still worth watching? I'm in season two and a half right now and just need to know if I should continue. 
That's from Spencer. Um, all right, so Spencer, the next letter is also about <laughs> Ozark. In, it, it, it's not quite as friendly, but I, I've rewrote it. I have rewrote the next letter because I don't want anything to get spoiled. Um, is Ozark still? Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, look, the genius of that show, I, I don't like what they're doing, and I'm really pissed that Better Call Saul is going to do the same thing, is that they'll give you half of the final season, and then you have to wait like three months, and then you get the other half. That's bullshit. Hey, I've had to wait two years for Better Call Saul. Y'all are starting off pretty goddamn slow. Just saying. But Ozark, you know, I, Ozark didn't wasn't out forever, and then finally came back. We got the first eight episodes. We're like, oh my god, that was so good. Uh, I'm here to say that Ozark is definitely worth the watch. Excellent show. I binged that last seven episodes last week, and the ending, ugh. You can say, ugh. Sorry, I had an emergency bus pickup. Couldn't text earlier, but the rest keep walking into meetings asking for ranch-flavored Bill W. chips. (laughs) Um, But, yes, Spencer, excellent show. I mean, I, I, I don't even, I, what, what, what's the change? Is that Laura, that's not Laura Dern that's in that. I, I, I can't think of that. Laura Linney, that's a chick that's in Ozark. I can't stand her. I think she's a horrible actress. She's fantastic in this. Love Jason Bateman. Great show all the way around. Yes, Spencer, continue to watch it. And I, Spencer, I will expect a, a, an email from you about the ending of it and what you thought. Whenever you get there. So now, uh, without further ado, let's get to this one. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, now, I have rewritten this, Daryl. It says, Arnie! Ten exclamation points after it. What in the actual fuck, man? How could they just fucking blank blank at the blank of Ozark? I usually don't get upset with the endings, and I'm sorry, but not if I happen to ruin this. But you can't blank blank at the blank. And any blanked up thing at the blank has me asking, is the blank even blank? Thanks for letting me vent. A fan of ass forever. Daryl. <laughs> there were so many blanks. I thought it was the match game. I'm expecting the wicked music. <laughs> I should have done this, huh? I should have done. What the actual blank, man? Just a fucking blank blank at the blank of Ozark? I really don't get in upset with endings, and I'm sorry if I happen to ruin this, but you just can't blank blank at the blank. And then the blanked up thing at the blank has me asking, is blank even blank? 
<laughs> You're out says, I'm laughing because I know what the blanks are. Yeah, exactly. Daryl, let me answer. Yes, it was very fucked up. The blank got blank, blank in the blank. I think it was okay to blank, but not blank, blank. Okay. Now my day is complete. Damn it, you guys. Now I got to watch it. I was holding out trying to watch the final season of Ozark till I moved. Figured it would be good binge material to collapse on new couch to, but damn, now I've got to. I've got to know what the blank and the blank is supposed to mean. Yeah, even Ratburger takes in. I wanted to see blank, blank the blank, and then take over the new blank, blank. I, right? I do remember blank man. Blank man was funny. Damon Wayne's. But Daryl, yes. Yes, it, it was all blanked up. I'm telling y'all, y'all better have it done by, 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 <sighs> I said Friday, but by Monday. I'm going to give you all till Monday. Because I have to vent, man. I have to vent. I was not happy. I haven't been confused, this confused since the damn departed. Seriously. I still don't know if Marky Mark was a good guy or a bad guy. If I ever got Martin, if I ever got to ask Martin Scorsese, I'd be like, "Hey, thank you for the wonderful movies you've given us." Blah 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 blah. But was Marky Mark killing Matt Damon at the end of The Departed? Was he doing that for the cops, or was he doing that for Frank? Oh, that's an interesting prediction. You're out. Very interesting. Uh, exactly right. I got my youngest into it, started watching it because I forgot some parts. I'm only halfway through season three on the second go around. It better speed up, I suppose. <laughs> Y'all got some fucking homework to do. Monday, we're talking about that. I'm telling you right now, Monday, we're talking about it. I've kept silent too long. Oh, God damn. No, Marky Mark is not. No, what was I talking about? Wait, wait, wait. I, I started to talk about Marky Mark and the Pafunky Bunch. Why did? Why was I talking about him? Uh, I don't even remember. Marky Mark is not in the Ozarks, though. No, no, he's not there. <laughs> She's laughing. Oh, I thought, fuck, it did change a lot. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Let me wrap up text. Let's see. Uh, one question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand the use of fucking uh, John Boy Walton in the series. He's in it. Oh, he was killing Matt Damon. You didn't know why. Okay, thank you, Andrew. Yeah. I would ask Martin Scorsese, was Marky Mark doing a cop job or was he doing a bad guy job? Still confused at that shit. 
All right, continuing with the mail, shall we? Uh-huh. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, I was just wondering. Uh, you've been, uh, are you being tired of being right all the time lately? <laughs> oh, never. It seems as once again you're correct and said how much this year's NFL draft would suck, and, well, it did. Hell, I'm even in the Bills Mafia and didn't even know who we picked up until Monday. So good looking out on being right yet again. How could we ever doubt you, Lance? But Lance, you don't know what your own team got? Well, we can look that up for you. The By the way, the Dallas Cowboys got an F- minus on one of the report cards I saw. Oh, oh! Also, first grades of the the month for Major League Baseball. Well, let, let me check this first. Um, the, the draft. Uh, let's see, teams. Buffalo. They're near the front here. Let's see. You got uh, no. I I, I didn't want that guy's stats. There we go. You got a tight end out of Colorado. Oh no, that's Arizona. I'm sorry. I uh, got a cornerback out of Florida. Okay, that's a good pick. Need help on your defense. That's all you got? Oh, wait, no, okay. You got a running back out of Georgia. Solid. Baylor inside linebacker. Yeah, he's went to Baylor. Uh, Boise State receiver. All right. You, you, you're so arrogant, you took a punter. Another cornerback. Hey, you had a pretty good draft. I, I, I would say you had a good draft. The Cowboys, though, the Cowboys just shit the bed. God damn it. Oh, I'm still pissed about that. Whatever. Yeah, congrats to all the UT players that got drafted. Yeah, all none of them. Only a second time? Like, that nobody's been, like, nobody's even invited to Pro Day last year. Well, that'll change this year. B. John Robinson, baby. As long as he doesn't get hurt against Alabama in game two. Fucking who scheduled that shit? Orange got some decent talent that could make it to the next level. We'll see. Is that the pregnant man emoji v coop that you put up there? Um, that's funny. Uh, that's funny, Dick. And here, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want, Arnie? I was wondering how inflation has affected you. Have you been shoplifting due to the high prices of things now? Let's just thanks Joe. Let's thank Joe for that again. If you are a good job and don't get caught, that's from Gina or Gina. No, no, I, I, I haven't been been picking any stores clean. I've kept my nose clean. No, I, I look honestly. I don't go out much. Like like. We're going to go out today. we got some running to do today. Don't do a lot. I, I don't want to be around. Society is just so fucked. I'm afraid to say things in society because I don't want to get, uh, you know, you, you don't want to upset people, but then sometimes I just let it out. Like when you go to Costco and you got slow fucks that are in front of you and then they stay in front of you the entire time. 
to where you're use, you're doing lateral raises with your arms straight out and you're picking up the entire cart, banging it on the ground. Because they won't get out of the fucking way. Really, you got to walk shoulder to shoulder through the entire aisles? Don't get me started. Don't get me started. This is, this is like that cold-ass butter on hot bread. Shit. Uh, but no, I, I have not I've not started, you know, looting places. The, the only place that we kind of looted was uh so so we did do this. And there was nothing wrong with this. This is totally legal. This is above boards. We went to the Ranger game the other day. Terrible nachos, I guess. I didn't have any. I had hot dogs. And you get all the free soda. You, if you if you get in the all you can eat section, you get free soda. So that's right. That's right up my alley. Because I, I I am seven years old. Yes, if you're wondering. And they give you the old like the look. They're old stadium cups, but old stadium cups make the best spitters. So hell yeah, we collected like fifteen of those sons of bitches. I didn't have fifteen sodas at the game. I had maybe two. We just kept going back, getting more mugs and more mugs. So hey. They're the final season of the old ballpark in Arlington, so I got a shit ton of them. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, Andrew, you're damn right. You are damn right about that statement, my friend. Cold-ass butter on hot bread. That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! Yeah. Oh, I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Nothing, oh. By the way, I'm, I'm writing that. That's, that. that's in the new stand-up show. Oh, you, you want to you want to see me go off that 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 right there that and kids ordering in the drive through. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, thank you, Gina, for your question. If I'm stealing more or not, you have to ask Braddy Kid about that. How she gets shoes for free? I'm just saying. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I saw that you put a post up on Facebook about all the wrestlers of all time, and you're stupid. (laughs) Okay. How can you say that the Ultimate Warrior was the most overrated wrestler of all time? That would easily go to either Hulk Hogan or Triple H, but not the Warrior. And you didn't even mention John Cena is best on mic? You said Dusty Rhodes? That's fucking terrible. Teddy, a.k.a. Real Wrestling Fan. Oh, oh, so you're taking a shot. Okay, all right. Well, you know what I'm going to do on that there? Let, let, let's say. Uh, what what did they charge? I, I think the tickets were, uh, I think they were like 50 bucks each. I think that's what they were. They're like fifty-five bucks each. You, you're you're covered seating. It's all covered. So if, even if it's rain, but I mean it's a stadium that's got a retractable roof. So uh, hold on a second. Let me, I I, I want to go to my Facebook page. I want to go to my Facebook and 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 read off this post. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 
All right. So this was a post. I, I was on uh, Jim Cornette's page, and they had this list going. And I, I said, uh, I said, okay, I'll do it. So greatest wrestler of all time, I have picked, woo, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Worst wrestler of all time, I picked the Ultimate Warrior. Because the Ultimate Warrior was garbage. He, he really was. I mean, he was stiff. He didn't really get the business at all. And nobody liked him. So that's why I put the and Ultimate Warrior just a bag of shit. Favorite wrestler of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin, easily. Favorite current wrestler, I put MJF or Randy Orton. Favorite female wrestler, I said not available because I, 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 I hate all the female wrestlers. Greatest female wrestler of all time, yeah, you know I put Trish Stratus. Favorite high flyer, I didn't think about this. I don't consider the Macho Man a high flyer. I, I put Jeff Hardy. Favorite technical wrestler, Harley Race. Favorite tag team, the Von Erickson Freebirds. Greatest tag team, the Road Warriors and the Steiner Brothers. Favorite current tag team, the Briscoes. Those guys are awesome. Greatest manager of all time, Bobby the Brain Heenan easily. Favorite manager, Jim Cornette easily. Favorite cage or favorite match style, I put cage. Favorite pay-per-view, the greatest pay-per-views ever were Starcades. Most underrated, Dusty Rhodes. I, I I think Dusty Rhodes is completely underrated. Most overrated, I put Daniel Bryant because I still don't get him. Favorite championship belt, the old 10 pounds of gold that Ric Flair always carried. Greatest ref of all time, I put local guy David Manning. Favorite ref, Bronco Lubitsch. And greatest promo ever, Dusty Rhodes and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I stand by my choices. I stand by as probably the most, hey, Teddy, a.k.a. real wrestling fan. Let me put it this way, son. I have forgotten more about professional wrestling than you, my friend, will ever know. Ever. Ooh, the Hulkster is overrated. I heard someone tell me that before. Only had to spend one night in jail afterwards. Um. I don't think that the Hulk, let, let, let me put my two cents in on the Hulkster. The Hulkster was the Arnold Palmer of the WWE. Arnold Palmer was a great golfer. At one time, the greatest golfer in the world. But, golf, but, but he is the guy who brought the masses to television. When golf started being played on television, everybody followed Arnold Palmer. Kind of like what happened with Hulk Hogan. And Arnold turned out to be a great champion, which Hulk Hogan was a great champion. But the greatest of all time, no. You, you would have to go either Jack Nicholas, maybe Tiger. So that's why, I, it, to me, Hulk Hogan did so much for the industry that I, 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 I don't like his style. I never, I, I never was a huge Hogan fan. I thought he was too comic booky. I thought, honestly, like growing up, I had to amend this the other day. Um, so Saturdays consisted of waking up and you'd watch Mid-South Wrestling first or U- UWF. And that was on from like, uh, uh, well, that was the second one on. I, I take that back. You'd watch the WWE 
from like 9 to 10. You get like a couple matches, and that's back when they had Doink and the Mountie and all that shit. Then you got to watch Mid-South Wrestling. They had like Junkyard Dog, and they had cage matches and kick-ass shit happening there. And then you get a break for a little while, like an hour. Then you get some San Antonio wrestling, which is ultra-violent and fantastic. Then at 4.05 on the nose on WTBS, the Superstation, that was world that was world class that was world championship wrestling or it was WCW, but NWA with Hulkster, Dusty Rhodes, baby, the American dream. And that was on for three hours a week, baby. And then you watch that from four to seven. Because it came on at 4.05 to 7.05. Then you go out, you do your shit, you go to your party and stuff, you get done early, or you, you get your shit done early, you get home at 10.30. And on some nights, you had Saturday night main event, which was WWF back then. But every Saturday night on Channel 11 in Dallas, Texas, you had world-class championship wrestling, home of the Von Erics and the world-famous Sportatorium. I was stopped at the wrestling con by a guy who was in awe. He Literally, he was in awe of my Sportatorium t-shirt. He's like, where, please, please tell me, where did you get that shirt? And it's just an old picture of the old front of the Sportatorium with the lights lit up, because that's what I remember. And man, oh man, it, it it's like when, when people find out you've gone to the Sportatorium, if you start talking wrestling people, they're like, oh shit. That's like seeing Gordy Howe play. In hockey, that you went to an old barn like the Sportatorium, that your wrestling, that your wrestling IQ is going to be up there. So let's see. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior's flying body drop was even dumber than Hogan's leg drop. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, weakest finisher ever. The leg drop sucked. I got, I got to say, as a finishing hold, that was dumb. But hey, hey, it worked forever. I. I that's the best part about it. At least Hogan could whip up the crowd with the boot to the face set up and the Hulkamania shaking. Hang on a minute. That's not fair. We always have to play along. So you have to play along. Favorite Kermit female wrestler. Uh, it's okay to say Nikita Lyons. Uh, okay. Favorite. Uh, Liv Morgan. I, I, I like Liv Morgan. She's about the most decent-looking one that's out there. Liv Morgan, that's my, my favorite person. My Becky Lynch sucks. Don't get me started on how ugly Charlotte Flair is. God damn. Oof. She's got moose knuckle in the face. But I'll say Liv Morgan. Uh, says Hulk Hogan, love him or hate him, did amazing promos and knew what to work crowd better than anyone. WWF made wrestling cross uh, pop cultureness. Oh yeah, I love Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, and lots of other physical performers, but they didn't catapult wrestling. No, no, not at all. Hulk Hogan was all responsible for that. Can't take that away from him. Uh, wow, what a time! When I was a kid here in Cali, watching wrestling was hard to do because we didn't have cable. You can only get three channels with antenna. So I had to make friends with rich kids and I had cable. That was a, you know what, Christopher? Now that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, it, that's interesting because 
the only way I got to see the the TBS wrestling, because we didn't have cable for the first two years. That, like, cable was a thing in our neighborhood because we couldn't afford it either. I would go to my friend's Todd's house from 4 to 7 every Saturday. I mean, we're growing up. I was like 6th, 7th, 8th grade, something like that. But every Saturday, we'd be sitting there in front of that watching that. But everything else came on, on regular TV. That's how, I mean, you had the old rabbit ears up and stuff, but I could still get all those other wrestling shows on regular TV except the TBS one. That's funny. Uh, Liv Morgan is hot. Good call. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, to Teddy, the AKA real wrestling fan, anytime, anytime you want to chirp at me talking wrestling, and, and, and really, you're going to compare John Cena on the mic? You can put a, everything that John Cena has done on the mic, and it might add up to barely a quarter of what The Rock has done. And The Rock and Stone Cold are at about the same pace. But when it came to cutting promos in the day, nobody did it better than Dusty. Nobody. I've dined with kings and queens, and I slept in alleys eating pork and beans. Nobody could cut a promo like Dusty. Uh, let's see. Uh, you guys are so wrong about the leg drop. Weakest finisher is between the claw and Lex Luger's torture rack. Okay, I'll give you the torture rack. Don't, don't fuck with the iron claw. Now, those are fighting words there, Christopher, because that'll get somebody involved. Holy shit! You don't want to get him involved. The worst wrestling move of all time, though, had to be, and it wasn't even a finisher, unless it was Ken Patera doing it, was the abdominal stretch, where they would, like, you know, they would hike a leg over and then put this leg that way, and then they would stretch you, the abdominal stretch. The worst move ever. The claw can at least pop some blood capsules open. Get an old TV with rabbit ears every once in a while. You can catch a fuzzy channel and see a boob. Oh, the good old days. I'm not a wrestling fan, but love hearing back in the day stories from Arnie. Uh, I think y'all are missing who brought wrestling to the mainstream. One that missed Cindy Lauper. Uh, hey, look, a part of the whole rock and wrestling thing. To the mainstream? Yes, absolutely. See, here's the thing. It, it didn't bring me any closer to wrestling. I was in. When I found wrestling on, well, I don't remember exactly when. I, the first match I ever went to was August the 11th, 1981. Or August 17th, right right in there. right Somewhere in there, but it was 1981. It was for my 10th birthday. Ric Flair versus Kerry Von Erich. Best two out of three falls. Uh, with a guest referee flown in by the NWA. Yeah, no, not Easy es NWA, the old National Wrestling Alliance. I was hooked from the get-go. But, yes, I will certainly agree the fact that if it weren't for Hulk Hogan, if it weren't for Cindy Lauper and MTV and Captain Lou Albano, hey, who knows what wrestling would be like because it blew up there for a while, then it went away. Then it blew up again, but it never blew up the way it blew up with, with, with 
Hulk Hogan. Because Hulk Hogan hit everybody when they were at the kid's age, when you buy your kids all that Hulkamania shit. The, the next blow-up happened when all of us youngsters who had all that Hulkamania shit, who were still watching wrestling, who said, we need something else. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this fella shows up who we've seen around. We knew he was in WCW for a while. And he was good, and we liked him there. And we found out his backstory that he trained here at the Sport Tournament. Well, we like him even more. And then all of a sudden, he cuts a promo and says, you said you're, you're thumping your Bible. You're saying your prayers. And he got you nowhere. You got your John 316. Well, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. And that right there, that right there was every kid who grew up being a Hulkamaniac, who grew up being a macho man, being an Ultimate Warrior fan, that was our guy. And if he wasn't your guy, they had another guy named The Rock. That's why they made so much money is because we all grew up. And we all took our money with us and said, yeah, we're still big, degenerate kids that love wrestling. And I still do love it. (laughs) Oh, I would not fuck with Bob Backlund's chicken wing. Bob Backlund, he's a crazy man. No, no, the abdominal stretch is terrible. I wanted Captain Lou Albano to be my father, LOL. Did you read they didn't renew season four dark? Yes, I did read that, that they didn't renew it. And they based it all on the plane ride from hell story. But from what I understand, the Rocks Company has purchased the rights and is working with the producers of Dark Side of the Ring, the two guys that put it together. And they're going back and they're producing now things on the territory days. So there'll be an episode where they they visit Texas and they visit the Sportatorium and then they'll go to Florida and then all those kind of things. But that's what they're working on right now. I just found that out yesterday and uh, very, very excited to see that. But I I am sad that there is not another Dark Side of the Ring yet. Hulk was in Rocky III, yeah. He played the amazing Thunderlips. Great character. But there you go. There you go. All right. See, you got you got some wrestling talk out of me today. As I'm not even wearing a wrestling T-shirt today. Well, I got Joe Dirt on. Says America. All right. Here we go. Last one. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay. Now what the fuck do you want? Uh, uh. Hey Arnie, I have a movie theater etiquette question for you. Etiquette question for you. I know it says not to bring outside food into the theater, but sometimes I want to live dangerously and have a burrito or a burger during my movie-going experience. So have you ever brought food in and ever been caught bringing food in? I knew if someone had the answer, it'd be you. Keep trucking AIG. That's from Ben. Um, Andrew says, Macho Man's still my number one mic guy. Macho Man was damn good on the mic, but 
you know. Would he have been good without the, ooh, yeah. I'm not sure. But I still, I love the Macho Man. Don't get me wrong. Um, Ben, you must not be an old school listener of this show. Because when this show first started, we had a little contest go on social media to see who could bring the biggest meal to a movie theater. And it, it was, uh, it, it, uh, we had old school listener Kira, she and her husband, they took in a steak dinner, full on steak dinner. <laughs> steak, baked potato, salad. I mean, that was awesome. Like, I've taken in McDonald's before, Taco Bell, all kinds of stuff. It, look, look, look. As long as you don't rub it in their face that you got food from another place, like you're, you don't don't DoorDash your food to the movie theater, okay? That would be a stupid move on your part. But if you like, 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 look, this is where cargo shorts come in handy. Think about it. How many burritos can you fit in them big ass pockets in cargo shorts? Quite a few. So yes, I've 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 done it plenty of times. Uh, I mean, you got a lot of theaters that serve food now. I would probably not try to do it one of those, maybe. But I mean, if you can get away with it, you can get away with it. So it's no big deal. I don't know how they react. I don't know if they kick you out or if they take your food. I've never been caught. Knock on wood. I've never been caught, so I, I don't I don't know what they do. I took to go Chinese food into a movie once, big foam clamshell box and everything. <laughs> Christopher, this is why I love you. Is because there is it, there is no slyness about you. you that, that's that's the thing that I love the most about you, Christopher, is that Christopher when I see what you got, that's what I'm getting. There's no underhanded. There's no sling. You just walk into a theater, big old phone box and everything, like, fuck you. I'm going to eat this in here. Bravo, my friend. Here I am digging it in my pockets. You know what, Christopher? I, yeah, I, I have a quest for you, my friend. Christopher, I double dog dare you, and, and you know what? I, I I will I will happily happily uh pay for this. Now it can't be crazy. I limit to like fifteen twenty dollars. I want you to DoorDash a meal to your next movie that you go to. What did we walk in with? What what did we go in with? Because I I mean that you know I forget what we walked in with. Oh my God, that'd be so funny. I was talking about food. I see in and out across the street from where I'm working, and I know what I'm having for lunch. Well, there you go. There you go. What did we What did we walk in with? I I forget. We do so much crazy shit. 
They're minimum wage employees enforcing a corporate rule. I would say it depends on the mouth of the manager at that point. I don't think it would be much more than, sir, can you please put away that burrito? A simple no should stop them in their tracks. I doubt they would call the police on you. I think Christopher should try an experiment. How much can he get away with in the theater? Can he get more than a burrito? And uh, He already did. We walked in with Outback or something like that. Did we have the bags? Holy shit. I didn't remember. I didn't shit. That's funny. Oh, man. No, see, I, I've, I've tempted him now. Now the ultimate is getting a DoorDash sent to the theater. Christopher hasn't written back yet. I think I think he's having a hernia. He's laughing so hard. Wait, hold on a second. We got something to write. Um, I w- went to Rockland Studio once and, and bought brought a candy bar. I was eating it when the dude came and he said, it looks good. I wish we sold those. <laughs> uh, oh, it was Dickies? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't DoorDash food, but just Scott challenged me. I'm interested. A large Krispy Kreme box of two dozen donuts. Just say you had it on the line. Okay. Okay, you're out, says it. When there's actually a movie I want to see in the theater, DoorDash it is. Hey, this is the month for Top Gun. We get Mexican pizza and Top Gun, colon two, Maverick. Yes, I'm seeing it. They moved it back up. It was supposed to come out at Christmas. Oh, boy, that Elvis movie. I hope they do it justice. I, I hope they show what kind of prick... Colonel Tom Parker was. Top Gun comes out May 27th. Let's see. May. May 25th. May 27th is the Friday, so I think it comes out, yeah. Priscilla gave her thumb of approval. Good. Then I, I, I hope it fucking besmirches the shit out of him. And, you know, I, I got to say I'm bummed at something. I, I, y'all got to listen to this with me. I'm so bummed at this. I need to find a version that Elvis hits it. Because Elvis don't hit it on this. And, and it, it makes me angry. I should just type in his name. Or or just recently added. Uh-huh. Okay. Like when you see the new Elvis movie preview. Uh, let's see. Where is he? Where is he? There he is. You'll, you'll see him singing Unchained Melody. Oh, my okay, so you get, you get, you get him there, right? Okay, so, like, I want to hear him hit the big note. Wait for me. Wait for me. I'll be coming home. I hit the note. Too 
need the version that Elvis hits the damn note. I can hit the note. Why can't Elvis hit the damn note? Cripes almighty. When I, when I saw the preview for the Elvis movie, dude, I was I was I was just like I was I was in trance. I, I don't even know if the guy looks like Elvis or anything. When I heard the King singing, oh, that was good shit right there. Uh, all right, well, uh, hey, that does it for uh, listener mail. So we will take a break here. Seven seven five three five seven fans. Arnie Radio One at Gmail dot com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. That was a little new wave uh, feeling there with Dead or Alive and The Cure. Love Dead or Alive. What a great band they were. Oh, man. Uh, You didn't know uh, who uh, Colonel Tom Parker was. They're out, wrote. Colonel Tom Parker was Elvis's quote-unquote manager. He never listened to what Elvis wanted and made him do all those movies. Elvis hated doing those movies. He wanted to be taken seriously. He was actually up for the role of Chris Christopherson played in The Star is Born. But Colonel Tom wouldn't let him audition. Either he was too fat at the time. I can't remember. Here's the other thing that Colonel Tom Parker never did. And to me, this cost Elvis so much. And Elvis's family and his family's family. Colonel Tom Parker never allowed Elvis to travel outside the United States. I want you to think about how big Elvis is globally. Colonel Tom Parker had gotten into America somehow from Canada and did not have a passport. Well, he's not going to let his prized goose go anywhere without him. But Tom Parker can't get back in the country because he can't get a passport. So he never, ever lets Elvis tour overseas. He never gets to go to Japan. The United Kingdom. I respect the Beatles, and I respect everything they did. But let me just tell you, boys, your record sales would be far in comparison to if Elvis had a worldwide audience that he toured to. Now, it could have been his demise a lot sooner because of all the drugs. But who knows? He might have been happy. He might not have needed those drugs to do all the shitty movies he did. But yes, Tom Parker is a piece of shit. Hate him. I found my rhythm and confidence in interviews. Uh, Why do you want to work for us? I chose your company specifically as it has a field I've trained for. I'm confident I would be a beneficial team member. And I ultimately want to work in an environment I both fit in well but can also grow in. I think your company fosters that kind of environment. I learned how to spin. I want this job until you need me for this job. That's awesome. That is awesome, Jen. Because your aunt says, I hate interviews. Why do you want to work for us? Answer, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I need money. I have this habit. It's called eating. Uh, I, I'm not very proud of it, but I, I'm addicted to eating and sometimes drinking liquid. Uh, and I need money for that. So in order to get money... To go to the place to buy this stuff that they call food, I need a job. So that's why I'm interviewing here. That'd be about the most, that's the most honest answer you can give. And if they don't like it, that's bullshit on their part because you are being honest. Why do I want this job? Do, do you think I really want a job? I mean, this is why I'm terrible in interviews, because if I don't really want the job, I'm going to have fun with the interview questions. And I've been like that for a long time. Not that I've interviewed a lot, but 
Why do you want this job? Do you think I really want to work? Motherfucker, please. I would rather be staying at home watching Chicago Fire repeats all fucking day long. Even the ones I just saw last week. (laughs) I want to work. Nobody wants to work. What you talking about, Harney? Elvis didn't do no drugs. Oh, look, 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 Elvis, I, I, I can't even get on. I'm a bigger Elvis fan than you'll ever be. An even bigger Jerry Lee Lewis fan. And I got to tell you, all the speed, all the effect, uh, uh, all, all that that they used back in the day. You, you saw what Johnny Cash went through. Nobody did more than Elvis. Nobody. This is like trying to say the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> they, they, they're on the up and up with recruits. Sure they are. Okay. Use examples and stories to highlight what you say. It shows people who you are. <laughs> why do you want this job? Well, uh, let's see. <laughs> the reason why I want this job. I'd like to highlight this one night where I made these really, really beautiful steaks. And I'd really, really like to make those steaks again, but the problem is those steaks are quite expensive. And by sitting at home and watching repeats of Chicago Fire, even the ones I saw the week before, I did not make any money to purchase those steaks, so now I can't have those steaks. And I'd like to get those steaks back, and by getting those steaks back, it'll make me happy. It'll make me want to work even harder. That way I can keep continuing to get steaks. There it is right there. Boom. Visualize it. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe stay away from using the word addicted. Like, like, like don't say, well, I'm addicted to food. Unless you, let's see. See, here's the thing. You got to have the timing. And I don't know if y'all have the timing. I was blessed with the timing. See, I, th- this way, if I didn't really want the job, it'd be, I'd look at him, and I'd give the old look around the studio or the, the, the office, you know, the old one-two, left-right. Be like, hey, man, I'm addicted to eating. <laughs> that right there, I've won the job. I have won the job. And if I didn't, that guy needs to take the stick out of his ass. Speaking of taking sticks out of the ass, that's what I think Bill Murray's trying to say here. Bill Murray was finally spotted, and he's finally talked about why they stopped this movie around him that he's doing. Well, I, I, I can tell you the reason why I think the movie's getting stopped is because it has Seth Rogen and Aziz Asari in it. That, that's all you need to know right there. That movie's going to suck out loud anyway. But... They're filming a movie called uh, Being Mortal. And production was stopped due to uh, something that happened between Bill Murray and a female on the staff. Now, Bill Murray has come out and said, I, I, I may have done something that I thought was funny that other people didn't think was funny. So that's what he has said. Now, I don't know if him running around with his wiener out of his pants is funny to him. I'm not saying that's what he did. I mean, that would be kind of funny, but I could see why people didn't see that. that, that, that that's funny. 
So until you tell us what was done, this is more that speculation of what did he do? What did he do? Please say he was running around with his wiener out of his pants. And everybody references back to this bad exchange he had with Lucy Lou. But, like, they, she kept it going, too, with him. So, I mean, she was a little bit to be there blaming. So, yeah, Bill Murray, eh, whatever. Don't care. I'm not going to see that movie anyway. Christopher, that's a you movie. Now, people that need to be fired immediately. Oh, God damn, this is bad. Over the weekend, I guess uh, the beauty place Ulta decided to run a special. And the special included uh, an email featuring uh, Kate Spade New York fragrance. Um, and the ad said, come hang with Kate Spade and get 15% off. <laughs> if you don't know Kate Spade, who was David Spade's sister-in-law, uh, big time, like bag designer, clothes designer, fashion, fashionista, if you will. She actually hung herself. And people at Ultra put put or Ulta put out, come hang with Kate Spade and get fifteen percent off. You're not so sorry, but I laughed at it. Oh, I I, I think it's hysterical. I, I fuck, I'm laughing my, but you got to know better. You got to know that person that's on the other end of that that wrote that is fired. <laughs> Damn it, V. Coop. You almost got me to spit my damn Dr. Pepper out. Come hang with Kate Spade and get free blackface. That's like saying take a shot and listen to Nirvana. They just called a spade a spade. Jesus. Oh. Someone. Oh, okay. Here we go. I cannot believe I got this email today. Is it some kind of sick joke? How insensitive and absolutely tone deaf. Apparently nobody in marketing at Ulta remembers how Kate Spade died. Disgusting. Damned if you do and you're damned if you really fuck up. Oh, was <laughs> that V. Coop wins the internet. Please tell me the irony of hanging spade isn't lost here. I know I'm going to hell. Oh, no. It, it, no. No. It, it's just so, so delicious. Did you listen to Linkin Park when she hung herself? No, she was listening to Chris Cornell. 
and watching Kung Fu. While wearing an NXS t-shirt. There it is. Bam. I got them all in there, motherfuckers. Hoo-cha. See, I, I said she was watching Kung Fu. Had an NXS t-shirt on. And, and she was rubbing it out to Arturo Gotti. Damn, I'm even better. I heard that Kate Spade laughed like Robin Williams when she died. Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah, so somebody else is getting fired. They're getting fired like a son of a bitch and probably never, ever doing copywritten work again. Or at least for two months. And if they're a woman and if they're a woman of color, then they'll be out of work for about an hour. Oh, my gosh, Barney, I can't believe you said that. Yeah, I did say that. By the way, people that should be fired. At least you said Kung Fu instead of hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Google that. Uh, I remember hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mark Cooper. Uh, so last weekend they had the, uh, the 27th annual White House Correspondents Dinner. And this is where the president goes up and he makes jokes against the former administration and he makes jokes against the former administration and he makes jokes against the former administration and that's about it. It used to be that they would joke with all the media that was there. Joe can't do that, though, because, well, Joe doesn't know how to joke. He, he he looked so out of place. Like, wa- watching him deliver some of his lines, man, I, I knew for a minute there, he wanted to throw in some slurs. I think I think Joe would have looked more comfortable if he could have got some, you know, you know, digs in against the people from the south of the border. A couple of black jokes, maybe. Can you imagine that? Oh, how great would that be if his senility totally kicked in and he just starts going Andrew Dice Clay style? Fuck, I'd vote for him. I would vote for him. I'd be like, this man is going to run again because all it does is further my comedy career. Joe released his dogs to bite Trevor Noah. Yeah, it's tough to say that you didn't kill when Trevor Noah's the the guest of choice. By the way, did everybody get to see the the updates? Uh, the uh, the Met Gala was last night. People who, yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I, I'm gonna do it. I, I I I I've seen some pictures from the Met Gala. And I have to say, enough is enough is enough is enough. This is a gala that the tickets are like thirty thousand dollars each, too, right? Right. And and you want to bitch about Elon Musk buying Twitter? Okay. What about these celebrities that that buy these thirty thousand dollar tickets to this event, and then they wear like two hundred thousand dollars worth of clothes that they wear once? 
And it ain't like the fucking fine people at Gucci or Givenchy or Yves Saint Laurent are saying, hey, let's take these clothes and give them to the, the homeless veterans out here. No, no, they're selling them for, for thousands of dollars. I don't want celebrities to tell me anything anymore. I want you to recite your lines. I want you to tell jokes, if that's your job. I want you to sing songs. That's it. When you pay $100,000 to go to some shindig that is only for the upper echelon, and that $100,000 is between your dress and the tickets, you don't get to say a fucking word anymore. You have what we call made it. So shut up. Fuck. Get rid of the whole fucking state of these masturbatory slabs who slobber over. Oh, it, it, it amazes me. And people wear the dumbest shit to this. Guys are wearing dresses. Courtney Kardashian and and her fucking ragtag husband now, Travis, whatever his name is, making out, wiggling their tongues in each other's mouths. That's just great. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I'd like to point out that all these people around and the celebrities, oh, look, there's Don Lemon and Fauci standing next to each other, getting all close and everything. Nobody's wearing any fucking masks. Wait a second, wait a second. Didn't you people, didn't Don Lemon, Anthony Fauci, didn't those two tell us that we should be still wearing masks? Yet here they are touching one another, not six feet apart, and they're not wearing masks, and no one in the photo is wearing masks. Anthony Fauci trying to look fucking dapper, got a gray jacket on with a black turtleneck. He looks like he looks like he looks like a dead turtle that I, I still want to fucking run over. That's what he looks like. Jesus. Okay. Fauci looks like he sucked a lemon. Uh, all of you who read the mags and watch the footage and everything are just lining up for those jack-off slips to say, ha-ha, fucking nobody peasant. I'm more important you go back to your hovel and eat shit. Oh, yeah. Don Lemon and Fauci don't have to wear masks when they swap bodily fluids together. Jesus. I, I swear, like... But between between the the White House correspondence dinner, where nobody was wearing masks, and in the the Met Gala that was last night, I mean, I I, I wouldn't even be. Let, let's see. Hold on a second here. I, I, Kim Kardashian. So I, I did hear a story from this. Kim Kardashian somehow talked to the people at at, at Ripley's Believe It or Not. And she was loaned the actual dress that Marilyn Monroe wore when she sang Happy Birthday to JFK. She did that at Madison Square Garden. Now, here's the problem, and this is a real story. They lent it to Kim to wear, 
to the Met Gala. She wore it so she could take the pictures. She had to wear a, a mink around the lower part of her back and ass because her ass was too big to zip it closed. And they said, you can't alter this. This is Marilyn's dress. So she she had another dress that made look like it. So as, as soon as she took the pictures wearing this dress, she took it off, and then she put on the dress that she could zip up. Why not just get something that fits? Bitch, you ain't going to fit. I, Marilyn was a bigger gal, but she wasn't. She didn't have the ass like fucking Tyrannosaurus Kim here. But, like, I, I, I've looked at some of these people and what they're wearing, and I'm like, holy Christ. And, and now you're wearing a used dress? I thought it was all about, uh, uh, what's what's that word? They, they use uh, vintage or, I don't know. And then she dyed her hair blonde, too. Can't wait till all her hair falls out. And then there's Pete Davidson right next to her. Yuck. The dress she could zip up. You mean the one designed by Barnum and Bailey? She lost 16 pounds as well? Good Lord. She lost 16 pounds and still couldn't zip that thing up? That is a sign. It says, do not wear. Please say she tore it. How great would that be? Well, I've I've seen a flag on the play here. Whoa, 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 wait a second here. Now, look, I know that this is a weird day and age for fashion, but I'm old school here. So so we got Fauci, and he's wearing like this this charcoal gray, blackish. It's closer to black than it is gray. Suit. And he looks like he's got a, a black turtleneck on, and he's wearing brown shoes. Now, come on, man. You can't wear brown shoes with that. That no, no, no. That that that's bad. Yeah, well, that, that that's black shoes right there. Come on now. <sighs> when you started that story, I was like, "There's no way Ken Miss Happen wrinkled ass is gonna fit in Marilyn's dress." No, no, she didn't. She didn't fit. I, I just. <laughs> I don't understand the whole Met Gala thing. I mean, nobody's going to wear that shit. I saw Jared Leto went with some dude, and they dressed alike. I don't know if it's his twin brother or what, but it was creepy as shit. And I'll tell you this right now. If I could fit in that shit, I still wouldn't wear it. Like, like the Gucci people, they could call me up now. Uh-huh. Hey, Arnie. Uh-huh. We want you to wear our clothes. All right, they're Italian, right? I don't know. They they could say all that. I'd be like, no, man. Y'all wear shit too tight. Y'all got T-shirts? Y'all got wrestling T-shirts? I'd have my own line of Gucci wrestling T-shirts. For us sophisticated hicks. Yeah, we like wrestling, but we, but we like Gucci shirts too, man. This shirt, this, this, this is a, a Gucci rendition of a... Dusty Rhodes, The American Dream. Yeah, it's $788. Get you one. 
<laughs> Fauci needs to wear the weasel suit that Bobby Heenan had to wear. <laughs> um, so what you're saying is if the Gucci people hired Pepe Le Pew, clearly that was a franchise. Yes. Yeah, because I guess, I guess Gucci's Italian. This is what they would do. Okay, so the Gucci people would call me, and they'd be like, Uh, scusi, babbity-boopy? Yeah, uh, yeah, this is Arnie States. How can I help you? Que cosa? Babbity-boopy? Babbity-boopity-babbity-babbity. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be happy to wear your clothes. I mean, I I, I like Gucci stuff, but, you know, I'm a fat guy, and I mainly only wear wrestling T-shirts. Can can y'all make wrestling T-shirts? Babbity-boopity-babbity. Oh, all those guys. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it would go. Thank you, guys. There you go. That's how our meeting went. Hey, sometimes we just know. Uh, you know, this is, I, I hate today's modern celebrity so much. Talk show host, if you will. Drew Barrymore, who's about, I mean, she she is just worth a case of soft-ons. That, that's, she has turned herself into that. I, I don't know who is more non-sexually gratifying between Kelly Clarkson and Drew Barrymore. I mean, honestly, I I think more about sex. If I were to hear, I said it, I said I said it. I I would think more than if I hear anything that Drew Barrymore or Kelly Clarkson has to say. And I'm fine with my heterosexuality. I'm I'm great with it. I'm I'm comfortable in it. Just telling you that those two gals, and you know who's who's banging on that door is that Billy Eyelash gal. That fucking punk-ass bitch, she was at that Met Gala last night, too, showing off her big old hoots. But Drew Barrymore has bowed to the woke brigade who complained she was making light of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's trial by referring it to as one layer of crazy, it's a seven-layer dip of insanity. After receiving criticism, the Hollywood star seemingly bowed out to pressure and issued an apology. She deeply apologized, adding that she appreciated everyone who spoke out, saying this will be a teachable moment for me. Thank God that some people on Twitter spoke out to defend her that she has every right to comment on the craziness of the trial. By the way, let me just say... Amber Heard and Johnny Depp are a few hundred sandwiches short of a fucking picnic. To say they're nuttier than squirrel shit in the wintertime is an understatement. They are capital K-R-A-Z-Z-Y crazy. She shit in his bed. He has a box 
that holds cocaine, and everybody knows it's Johnny's Cocaine Box. Do I need to go on? The man thinks he's British. She thinks that she is super pussy. She is having an out-of-body experiencing thinking she is Meghan Markle, but she is not. More nutty or deep in her, Depp or or Jolie and Billy Bob. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go nuttier as Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. See, Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton were weird and they were creepy and they had each other's vials of blood around their neck and then she won the Academy Award and made out with her brother on stage. I may or may not have replayed that a few hundred times. Oh, good Lord Ogre. He says Amber needs to... Drop that zero and get with the hero. Like Gary fucking Busey. Boy, that would be that would be a carnival there. There's a, there's a great reality show that we could write. We could do Big Brother. We'll put fucking Dina Lohan in there. Along with, with Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. Gary Busey, oh, oh, and Mickey Rourke put his goofy ass in there too. That's going to end up with just blood on the walls. That that that's not a good idea. Yes, yeah, so so Drew Barrymore, she deeply apologized. I deeply apologize for doing my job as somebody who is a talk show host, and I have to do a monologue, and I have to make jokes and little quips. I'm sorry I did my job. And that chick from Flavor of Love can compare her shitting technique with Amber. Have you done a Mount Rushmore of crazy people yet? No, no way. We're going to do uh, Friday, we're going to do 2022's Biggest Cunts so far. This is just for the first third of the year, first quarter of the year. This is one we can do each quarter. And then when we get the four winners, we'll just have a one day. Who is the cunt of 2022? I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Somebody remember it in the second quarter. Does anybody know where I can watch? Do I have to, like, stream this online to watch this? It's not on any TV channels. Because I want to watch this case. It, because it is crazy. We're waiting, and it's only going to get better this week with Amber Heard testifying. Remember yesterday I told you she fired her PR, her PR firm. It don't get much more fucking 
batshit nuts than that. God. All right, a couple more stories here, <laughs> including this fucking thing. Haven't I told y'all? I, what, what, what is my moniker? What is my moniker? My moniker is nature is not your friend. A black bear, of course. Destroyed the inside of a Connecticut man's truck. And then you can see the video on the car. You can, like, like he has a video going in the car and you can watch the damn bear eat itself. Well, or eat the... Okay, let's see. He's videotaping now. Okay. Goddamn, there's a bear inside his car. Police are filming it. I'd be like, just shoot it. Please shoot this thing. Um, the bear was looking for food. Uh, let's see. The, the, the police showed up, and they took video of it. The bear had destroyed the inside of uh, Galati's truck and then moved from the front seat of his mother-in-law's car outside their home. Once the officer arrived and got the bear to flee by opening the door with a rope and firing around from a beanbag gun. Bear ran away but left quite damage behind. I'm, I'm here to tell you, see, look, they're getting in cars. Bears are trying to take over the world, man. It's not going to be long before bears communicate with sharks. Look, we we, we, we have the ground covered with bears and, and, and lions and tigers, and then, then the animal world has their own navy. It's called sharks. We're fucked. Once they start using computers, I mean, hell, chickens are already playing tic-tac-toe all over this country. Stackar says, um, that's the bear's car now. I just got a new one. Uh, the black bear was probably looking for 40 and some funions. Uh, bears with sharks on their shoulders. Oh, God, no. Dear God, no. It's bad enough they're trying to teach themselves how to drive automobiles now. Yeah, the bear was hungry. Right, sure it was. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie that's coming out in 2023. I saw this story yesterday, and I was like, this could be one of the funniest things that I, I've ever seen. Um, Elizabeth Banks, you know, the fucking hot actress. She was in 40-Year-Old Virgin. She was a drunk chick. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Y'all know, she's been in Hunger Games, all that. She has directed a character-driven thriller that is going to come out February 24th, 2023. This is information that's based on true events that took place in Kentucky in 1985. The movie is called Cocaine Bear. 
A convicted drug smuggler, Andrew Thornton, was on a smuggling run from Columbia, had dumped several packages full of cocaine before bailing from the plane himself. Unfortunately, he hit his head on the trail. The tail of the aircraft wound up in a free fall to the ground where he was found dead. Several months later, a 175-pound black bear was found dead after devouring $15 million worth of cocaine. Its stomach was literally packed to the brim with cocaine. (laughs) Several hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, hypothermia, renal failure, heart failure, stroke, you name it. The bear had it. Oh, so here's where it goes. An oddball group of cops, criminals, and tourists and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator has ingested staggering amount of cocaine has gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. Oh, I can't wait. This is an actual movie. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> that is gold. Elizabeth Banks did that horrible Charlie Angels reboot. Yeah, no hope for Oh, this movie is going to be awful, but I want you to think about it. It's a movie where a bear uses cocaine. Oh, it, it, it's awful, but it's fucking fantastic at the same time. Was the bear's name Charlie Sheen? Oh, my God. She was in Pitch Perfect in her best role, The Walk of Shame. Oh, Walk of Shame. She looked fantastic in that. The bear just wanted to go to 7-Eleven and get a Slurpee with some new maple egg and sausage taquitos. Shameless plug for business I don't have, LOL. Oh, that's fantastic. So uh, I'll keep an eye out for when Cocaine Bear comes out. Please make Cocaine Bear 2 electric boogaloo. Oh, that's just so funny. Then you're going to have to make a shark cocaine movie. Smokey the Bear. Oh, God. Cokey the Bear. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's hump day? Holy shit, look at that. We already made it to hump day. So look at that. You got that in front of you. Uh, Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, which, by the way, is hump day, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Many times temptation grows so strong. Make someone go blind to what is wrong. We'll stop now while there's still the strength to see. Turn your eyes and run away from me. Stay out of my arms. Take my advice. It's easy to break the same heart twice. Stop the hurt before it starts Don't follow me, stay out of my arms 
facing the middle class and it happens to be a three-letter word jobs j-o-b-s jobs you've been listening to the arnie state show at arnieradio.com stop it stop it stop 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 talking um i i did just want to take a moment to thank everybody goodbye now i am going to go get late goodbye see you tomorrow Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.